Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? Uh, I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And today we are joined by our very special guest, uh, TV writer, all-around awesome dude, Mr. Ian McIntyre. Hello, I'm very sick. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you were joining us for our uh, very special Halloween episode. Ooh. We, for our... <laughs> Halloween that episode. was the worst ghost of all time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we, went with, we went with the scariest movie we could possibly find uh, <laughs> where the villain was still right. Yeah. Uh, the 1984 comedy smash Ghostbusters. <laughs> I don't know. Dracula made some good points. <laughs> Kill all humans, right? Yeah, Kill right. All humans. Yeah. Uh, but I guess like whenever we have a guest on, it's probably a good thing to ask. Like, what's your relationship with this movie uh <laughs> my relationship as i've been informed since i arrived here to record today is that apparently i'm the only person who's allowed to talk about it <laughs> um, apparently i have tied my own personal brand much too closely to this movie uh i like this movie a great deal yeah yeah it's a good one. Oh, uh, classic. classic i was obsessed with this as a kid like i was into the uh, real ghostbusters cartoon that's how i got into it too yeah yeah and uh definitely missed a lot of jokes the first few <laughs> runs through this movie <laughs> That's a six-year-old boy. Uh, <laughs> What's unclear about the blowjob ghost? <laughs> very obvious what's happening there, yeah. even if you're a small child. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I will say, like, I yeah, I was like big into the toys and stuff, and mm. I had the Ghostbuster Fire Station playset. Lucky, I know, and I have never achieved that level of social status again in my life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been that cool. But uh, I guess uh, we'll start with, like, who's so, the... Yeah, who's the villain? Who was the villain? Okay, so, I mean, like, there's two real villains in this, mm-hmm. and okay. it, it depends on who you want to talk about. There's obviously Walter Peck from the EPA. Yes. Uh, <laughs> who everyone just remembers as being named Dickless <laughs> in the movie. Yes, it's true. This man yeah, does not does have, have a dick. Which is yeah. still one of the best <laughs> so set-up punchlines of any. Oh, oh so good. God, that's perfect. Uh, and then there's Zool, the Mesopotamian god who tries yeah. to come to Earth and destroy the world. Yeah, Gozer, uh, Gozer the Destroyer. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yes, you're right. Go- Gozer is the god. Zool yeah. is the emissary of Gozer. Blech. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I guess that's like the ultimate villain. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but there are a few side smaller villains here that uh, I think need to be addressed. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think they're as villainous as they <laughs> <laughs> as these people paint them out to be. No, first of all. Uh, Yay, environmental regulations. Let's say that off the top. <laughs> oh, my God. It's As I got older, I, I forget when the switch flipped for me on this movie, but it's like, this is insane. Of course Walter Peck is right. These guys should be regulated up the wazoo. They're highly unqualified. Okay, let's let's touch on that for a minute because there's there's a moment pretty early on in the movie where where they're going to go get uh, Slimer. Okay, yes. when they're in the hotel, they're going to go yep. get Slimer. And then after they've already, we're about like five minutes into this scene when uh, one of the do- the doctor goes, uh, oh yeah, by the way, we can't cross streams. And it's like, <laughs> how did you not say this when you hand this to this motherfucker? Like, Mention this on the car ride over maybe like there should be a warning label on it or something (laughs) he's like oh yeah by the way we could destroy everything yes uh even in the elevator ride on the way up he's like we haven't had a completely successful test of these how bad have the tests gone that they don't feel at all confident in using these nuclear accelerators they have strapped to their backs as they describe them 
unlicensed nuclear <laughs> accelerator. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, uh, let's just break down that phrase for a quick second. <laughs> because unlicensed implies that they are aware that you need to have a license to operate these things. Where you, have, that you could get a license. That yeah, you where could would get they a apply license for that. <laughs> what body is there that they could have applied to in the federal government that would be like, oh, you can run around with this nuclear accelerator? Thank you for filling out Form 20B. Just don't keep your cell phone in the pocket next to your testicles, but by all means, proton accelerators in enclosed spaces with oh. hotel guests. Oh, and you guys know not to cross the streams, right? Yeah, right? yeah of yeah. course, obviously. <laughs> That's a thing. Which I think is a. F- Thinly veiled peeing metaphor. Yes, are we? We're all on the same. Yes, yes. Okay. I, I think, think a so. lot of this movie is a thinly veiled peeing metaphor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a lot about dicks. Uh, but a lot I do. About dicks. I, I will say it does speak to uh, how well this movie is kind of put together, where they introduce so much ridiculous backstory. Yes, that we kind of take as for granted because Ghostbusters uh, is this property that's been around almost like my entire life, literally my entire sure. life. It was the number one movie the week before I was born. Uh, <laughs> it's been around my entire life. So we accept all this ridiculous. Yes. There's people who go around and trap ghosts with lasers and uh, all the rest, but it is so bonkers. The world that they are setting up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's nuts. It's, and apparently Dan Aykroyd wanted it to be even more insane. He wanted. Yeah, I believe that. I respect it, that man so much. Oh my god! <laughs> his, ori- his original treatment for the movie was like five times as long as a movie treatment should be, and he handed it to Columbia Pictures, and it was like in the future, and they were traveling to different dimensions, and there was like dozens of Ghostbusters franchises, and the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man was like one of a dozen giant things that they stopped. Oh, okay. So it's like kind of like a like a almost like a Japanese like Godzilla, and then there's Mothra, and then it's like, yeah. oh, we're going through and doing all of them. Yeah, and they they read it and they were like, "You're an insane man." <laughs> but you know what? That's the sort of thing where if you went to like, well, Marvel's already got the thing, but if you went to Warner Brothers, <laughs> we're like, mm. we are we want to make a whole world out oh. of this. Yeah. They totally would buy into that. I think they're st- aren't the, I thought they were trying to until the new movie kind of underperformed. Oh yeah, mm. they were. Yeah, they wanted to make a billion things of this. Yeah, and they were going to make. The, yeah. Well, yeah, but maybe Ghostbusters was the movie he actually wanted. He just used the negotiation <laughs> tactic. Of, oh, I'm just going to go much. in with this fucking <laughs> this huge treatment, and they're going to give me what I want. It's going to way too big. Yeah, <laughs> and then we pull it back, and then I can <laughs> use all that sweet, sweet residuals to sell vodka. Mm. And oh. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. But I think there's, yeah, I think to that point, there's some good tempering voices in this. Like, I mm-hmm. think, uh, well, um, Harold Ramis co-wrote it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, when they read the treatment, they were like, there's something here, we think. <laughs> I think they mostly were like, Dan Aykroyd plus John Belushi at the time equals money. So they were like, right. sure. Uh, but then they hired Harold Ramis, and they were like, make this make sense, please. <laughs> Solid move. Solid yeah. move yep. at that point. But yeah, the uh, the EPA <laughs> is just this poor man. Oh my god! And okay, before we get to that, okay, uh, uh, like let's 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 backtrack because one of the first times you see uh, you see any of the Ghostbusters is Peter Venkman played by Bill Murray, mm. and he's in the basement of the university. Yep. 
and all oh, this scene made me so mad. Yeah, <laughs> as, as a person that owns a vagina, oh. I was offended okay, like, okay, <laughs> by so, his tactics. Yeah, so describe exactly what's going on here. Well, he, he comes in and he's this guy. Okay, so he's got two people. Okay, that he's running experiments on. Yeah. Okay. You know, like science. Like science. Um, <laughs> shocking these people for what turns out is five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> what ends up being a five dollar day, um, and is lying to the one guy about how well he's doing like he doesn't guess all of them right but when he does guess something right he tells him he's fucking wrong yeah and then the hot woman he's like oh baby girl you're guessing every single one of these right (laughs) and electrically shocking the guy every time he gets it wrong yeah he's torturing this man have you guys noticed the funnest twist about that scene is that his experiment is on uh, what it's like negative re- negative physical reinforcement on ESP abilities? Yeah. Basically, if I shock you, do do you get more psychic? Right. And he's <laughs> shocking the guy, and the guy gets more psychic. <laughs> That's that is an excellent point. That's and Bankman a hundred percent doesn't catch it because he's trying to pick up the girl. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and that's the point I wanted to make. So later the dean comes in and goes, your funding's cut. You're gone. Mm-hmm. You're out of here. And they're like, why? But most <laughs> surreal. Right? And he goes, he runs down, he runs down, like, so at this point in the movie, we as the audience have seen ghosts. We know yes. that what yeah, they're yeah. doing are, is real. But, but this, very few people have. I think 20 people, yeah. they said, in the library, which could be anything mm-hmm. yeah. but then this mm-hmm. dean runs down this it's like why are you doing it? it's like you're bad scientists you you yeah <laughs> yes yeah. we are unlicensed i'll tell you that yeah. it's like your theories don't make any sense your methods are sloppy your conclusions are questionable which is like from an academic background yes of course we've already seen it with this esp <laughs> thing right <laughs> he's not recording the result yeah as you mentioned he missed the point of his whole yes. thing <laughs> he proved his hypothesis and right didn't catch it and then i think this is the ultimate proof of the fact that they are terrible terrible Terrible, terrible scientists is that there is a montage halfway through this movie where they are clearly successfully capturing ghosts and they're they still can't prove to anybody that ghosts exist. <laughs> that, this is one of the things that's always driven me nuts about the movie is that it's very clear halfway through the movie that everyone in the world is like, oh yeah, ghosts exist, right? That's fine. We're all just going to keep going and not melt down as a society. But I don't, I don't think that is because Peck comes in and he goes, they don't get rid of ghosts. What they do is they, they poison people. They yeah. give them hallucinogens. Sure. Come in with light shows, which, by the way, far more reasonable explanation than there are ghosts. Oh, absolutely. When he was going on that speech, I was like, yeah, buddy, 100%. That's where I would be at. I think that's where <laughs> most of us would be at. Before, If you have to accept this, you could have a mental fucking breakdown, dude. <laughs> like, this guy's being totally reasonable in my books. Yeah, and in my, my mind, Walter Peck has never seen a ghost. Yes. Sure. You know what I mean? He he woke up in the morning and is like, oh, there's somebody spilling mercury into the East River. I got to deal with that in the morning. <laughs> Imagine how many people Walter Peck has probably saved. Yeah. Like how many lives? It's <laughs> <laughs> like shutting down gas leaks and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like contaminants. I, I tour... Uh, only New York State shutting down unlicensed <laughs> nuclear reactors, which you'd be surprised how often that comes up. <laughs> this should have been the big, the easiest slam dunk of his career. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shutting these guys down. Well, <laughs> like, and and that's totally how it should go. So he shows up and he's like, "What are you doing here? Can I see it?" 
<laughs> yes, so reasonably, so yeah. nicely. Like, hey, introduces himself. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I'm official. I'm here from the EPA. Nice. We're trying to get in <laughs> yeah. here. And Bill Murray's like, fuck you. Get a search warrant. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm going to see you in court. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, this is how this should have gone. <laughs> you go, hey, I work for the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency. Perhaps you've heard of it. <laughs> this is this is Reagan's America, so maybe not. But anyway, uh, hey, I heard and saw on your cheap TV commercial that you catch ghosts. What's that about? Can I see your equipment? And they should have gone, you know what? Yes, here's a ghost. And he would have gone, sweet, merciful Jesus. Fuck. <laughs> Like, let's let's step back and maybe come up with some guidelines and regulations as to how you should be doing this. Because clearly, you know some things I don't know. Yeah, but clearly, also there are ghosts. There should be at least some regulations for ghosts. Sure, at least four. Right. (laughs) Just we're going to start from scratch and build a ghost protection agency in the government. Yeah, that that should the Ghostbusters should very quickly be absorbed into government is what I'm saying. They should be a committee minimum. I guarantee you in in Canada, I guarantee they had socialized Ghostbusters. Yeah, <laughs> like it's a government service. It's That's a little what, slower than in the states, it's, but, but still, it's you don't less have to expensive. pay for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Our yeah. outcomes are better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Long run. That's fucking. <laughs> and also, okay, I I would like to make a point that off of the top of this movie, okay, I want to defend these the two ghosts that they catch at the beginning. Okay? Oh, okay. Because these the, these ghosts are being you know pushed out as these evil entities. Okay, listen. First bitch, okay, she's in the library. She's trying to get a read on. Okay, she, is. she told that she just went shh, stop. Okay, this is the library. Hey, not just that. Kid. She's a librarian ghost. She yeah. was at work. Yeah, she's at work. She's okay, doing her she's job. trying to do her for job. eternity. Yeah, yeah, getting her read on. Okay, <laughs> like and then and then they try and catch this bitch. Okay, Slimer. Okay. Nobody causes more destruction in that hotel than the Ghostbusters themselves, okay? Oh. Slimer's just trying to get his eat on, okay? He's, He's just mowing down. Okay, that's the worst thing this this guy's doing, okay? And they if, destroy half of that building. If it is a crime to eat off of trays that are left outside of room service, then I am a criminal. <laughs> Arrest me right now, because uh, if you crack. can't eat off... Um, <laughs> Comedy's okay. going real well. <laughs> yeah, these two ghosts—they're just—they're doing their thing. Yeah. Okay, they're—I really don't think they're causing that much of a problem. Let's also establish that by ghosts we mean the eternal souls of dead people. Yeah, <laughs> like that—that that once was a oh. human being. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about it like that. But you're absolutely right. He doesn't even attack them too. He just slimes them. Yeah. That's the worst thing that this thing's gonna do is slime you, yeah. and you're gonna imprison him for eternity for it in a box. In a box. And yeah. slimed because Mm-mm. he's Mm-mm. cornered by men with lasers. Yeah. You I don't know? care for this attitude. <laughs> like, Slimer like, seems like a cool dude. It's like the cat attacked me, but I backed it in the corner and made scary noises, and then it spit on it like it pissed and <laughs> scratched me and pissed all over the carpet into like, a yeah. box. Yeah. <laughs> Into a box forever with you. Uh, <laughs> speaking about the librarian thing, watching this, I was like, oh, man, we're going to have to explain this part to some people. Oh, oh. <laughs> like future generations of what a library is? Oh, no. no. Th- so there's one part right at the beginning where uh, these sh- shelves open up 
and the index cards go everywhere. Yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, <laughs> children, uh, that is what we called the... Uh, uh, what, what was that even called? The, uh, well, it was the filing cards for the Dewey Decimal System. Yeah, the filing yeah. cards for the Dewey... The, the index cards. So if you had to find a book in a library, you had to look it up on these cards and then go find the section yeah. it was in. You had in. to look at paper to find more paper. paper. <laughs> <laughs> That's how be, we did it, kids. Be happy kids, paper life. was a thing that we used to use. <laughs> um. <laughs> but yeah, that I think was the thing that dated this movie for me the most was the use of the of <laughs> the cat card catalog in the library. <laughs> but even the ghost was like, these are outdated. Everywhere. Just yeah. threw them. <laughs> these exist on computers now. You don't need these. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. they're such bad scientists. Yeah, they really aren't good. I mean, it's implied that Bill Murray is an especially bad scientist. I think that mm-hmm. Egon and Ray are supposed to be like... Yeah, well, I think they're okay. Egon built a portable particle accelerator that you could carry around in a backpack. True. He's, he at least knows something that he's doing. Yeah, Bill Murray's kind of the dead weight of this team, yeah. for sure. For sure. And that includes Ernie Hudson. <laughs> Apparently in the original movie, like the original script, this was when they hired Ernie Hudson because he was so excited because it was a bigger part. He was supposed to be like uh, an ex-military demolitions guy. Oh, because the, the joke was supposed to be that he was hyper capable, <laughs> and he was like the kind of guy who should be carrying around a laser, and that the three of them were yahoos. That makes a lot of sense. That does make a lot that of sense. That would play so much better for sure. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then they were like, I don't know, we didn't hire anyone famous for this, so let's just cut the part down to almost nothing. Well, wasn't it supposed to be and Eddie him Murphy less. originally? Isn't that uh, one of the rumors? The rumors they ho- they offered it to Eddie Murphy, and I used to think this was true, and now I've heard that maybe not. So I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Interesting. I did not know that. That would be a very different movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think I think they definitely could have given him more to do in this movie like he kind of shows up halfway through and you're like but you didn't do anything except be a fourth guy on the roof to fight well at one point he explicitly says that they're paying him eleven thousand five hundred dollars a year i i wanted to get back to this so i wrote this down so with inflation in 2018 (laughs) dollars well yeah of course you did you know it is twenty eight thousand dollars a year jesus christ Actually, that's probably about what... Uh, that's more than I'm making, so I'm not going to sneeze at that. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair but enough. This yeah. Is, but I've had years where I lived off of that, for sure. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. no, 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 I think you can live off of that. Don't get me wrong. Not in Manhattan. Not in Manhattan. <laughs> and not... That's an excellent Not point. for a hazard pay where you're carrying around an unlicensed <laughs> nuclear accelerator on your back. You know what I mean? Like, there should be... <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but, and speaking of... Bill Murray being the most dead weight on this team. Uh, we got to talk about his first interactions with uh, Dana, Sigourney oh, Weaver. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sexual, yeah. <laughs> if I could say in a word. Yeah. Uh, not cool. Like, okay, let's, let's put it this way. <laughs> Assume that you had a rat infestation mm-hmm. and you invited an exterminator up to your apartment to, uh, I don't know, give you a quote or check mm-hmm. it out. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, hey, we want to go for dinner later? Gross. Absolutely. Like, that is so inappropriate. It's oh, yeah. unbelievable. Well, yeah, and also, I think, when I was watching it, I was like, <clears throat> I felt like if he maybe had taken it more seriously, we could have circumvented some of this. Okay, like, we could have ended this movie a little earlier. 
(laughs) (laughs) He could have been like, okay, this seems like a serious situation. Something named Zool. I don't know. Let's look into it a little more. He did research eventually. Eventually. (laughs) Did he or did Ray and Egon? Good point. (laughs) For sure Ray or Egon did it. I guarantee you Ray did it for him. Yeah. Yeah, because I think Egon looked up the book. He said he was going to do that. Yeah. Uh, Ray said, what was he going to... Like check some, I don't know. He's going to check out the plans of the which he did. He, he did. Checked he out checked the out the plans of the building, and then yeah, okay. And then Bill Murray was like going to go to the place and check it out. Yeah, which I guess I, I mean maybe there was a dead end, but I also feel like if Egon had gone, they would have picked up on something. Well, Bill Murray even admits that he's doesn't know if he's using the equipment right. Right. Yeah. She's like, "Are you using that right?" And he's like, "I, I think so." <laughs> <laughs> And this is also comes from my technical background, but this is awful because I actually identified what that thing actually is. Oh, what is it? It's something to sample gas. It's like to detect for explosive gases or whatnot. Oh, Uh, so like whatever you repurpose whatever tools and it's moving magic, whatever. But I was like, I know exactly what that is. That ruins Uh. it for me. But yeah, Uh, (laughs) but yeah, if if Bill Mer if. Egon had gone to that apartment, we probably would have solved something. Everything Bill Murray does in this movie, if Egon had done it, yes. would have turned out so much better. <laughs> You're like, oh, yes, there's a ghost in here. Let's, we're going to stop it right now, and here's yeah. your bill, and goodbye forever. Yeah, and can I see your uh, containment unit? Absolutely. I'd be happy to go over the technical details with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Egon would have just swamped him with technical stuff, and he would have been like, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. Left them with a warning. Exactly. Just, um, you know, tuck in that cable. We don't want people tripping over it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and here's a literal ghost. Feel free to go mad with terror or Lovecraft style and yeah. be on your way. These exist now. Yes. Um, and speaking of uh, 11.5 a year, not a lot to live off of. Yep. Uh, the other thing that got me is Janine goes, I've worked two weeks straight without any breaks. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> Right. <laughs> Not just like days off or <laughs> any break. Yeah. Any no break, break whatsoever. They also, uh, Bill Murray puts uh, Ackroyd's character into major debt right off the top of this movie. <laughs> Did you guys pick up on that? He oh, goes like, three mortgages? Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, it's fine. Everybody's got a third mortgage. And then, uh, they're like, oh, it's just going to be uh, $95,000 in interest or something yeah, like, like that. Yeah, like a year, isn't yeah, it? A yeah, a year. Yeah, a year. He's like, ah, oh, it's fine. We'll figure it out. <laughs> and also, this is mid-80s, and they mentioned this in the movie. They're like, it's 18% interest. Yeah. 18% interest in mortgage. That's like putting a house on your credit card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and Bill God. Murray's like, it's fine. You don't have tits. I don't care about you. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, but that's a weird one because I also feel like Ray is one of the only people uh, who actually cares about the business and wants to do it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, Ray's, the, I mean, they say he's the heart of the Ghostbusters, but yeah, he likes it. Venkman just likes it as a, a hustle that he thinks he can make money off of. And Egan, Egon just likes the science. Yeah. Especially yeah. in the second movie, you see that he's kind of weirdly sociopathically heartless. There are moments, like even at the end of this movie, where they're <laughs> talking to um, Rick Moranis after he's completely dazed and confused from what happened. Mm. Yeah. And Egon uses that opportunity to be like, we'd like to get a sample of your brain tissue. He goes, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It> just agrees. <laughs> Do you guys uh, have an accountant? <laughs> Oh, but God, I love Rick Moranis in this. Yeah, yeah he's, I was like, he's fantastic. I think he is probably the funniest person in this movie, and that is saying a lot. 
Wow. Mm. I think I I think I like him better than Bill Murray in this movie. Oh, in the movie, take. in the movie, yeah, I would yeah. I would agree with that actually. <laughs> not in, in, as a as a span of uh, not career, career achievements. Yeah. I, I think we're gonna say like as a human being in real life, Rick Moranis noted tyrant. <laughs> <or something>. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I could agree with that. I think yeah. I think he was the funniest guy in this movie too. And yeah. also, this this is gonna age me a little bit. Uh, but I feel like that lame house party he was having at the end there where he kept, yeah. I thought that looked like a pretty fun time. That looked like a good party to me. <laughs> <laughs> it did, he's got a lot of nice food out. It did yeah, seem pretty nice. Food out. Like people seem to be having a good time. You know what I mean? Like she, this girl's like, I'm going to leave. And he's like, no, come stay dead. She's like, oh, okay. And like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's talking a lot of business, but like, he's got some fun disco music playing. Yeah, we've all hung out before, you know, yeah. people on this podcast. You, we talk about movies. <laughs> <laughs> we all talk shop when we hang out, you know. Like yeah. that's 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 what I'm gonna say in his defense. Uh, deep cut there, Craig. Yeah, it's, it's real true. Uh, <laughs> maybe maybe there's something weird where I saw something in him and me. I don't know. I don't know what. <laughs> don't know what that would be. Come to think of it, you guys look a bit alike. Yeah, it's, I'm a I'm a Rick Moranis type for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was just always happy growing up that in his uh, that scene he name checks Nova Scotia, which was where I'm from, and made me very happy. Oh, the lobster. Yeah, the lobster from uh, Nova Scotia. I did notice that. That's like the Canadian thing where you're like. That's Canada. Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get so pumped for that shit. That's me, I guess. Yeah. Not sure. What they said represents us all. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so then I guess Walter Peck shows back up because... Yeah. With the warrant. With the with warrant. The, yeah. Because he's good at his job. Yeah. And takes it quite serious. Yeah. And but, goes through the proper channels. Yeah. Like a professional, like any professional would do. And, yeah, and he's let's let's say this. That's probably a bit of a side project for him at this point. Like this is him taking an interest in the public good on his own volition. Mm -hmm. Like I don't think he was his boss was like, oh, and there's these Ghostbusters people. Mm -hmm. You know, I, go. That's your afternoon. Go do it. Like <laughs> I'm sure he's got a full slate. Where he doesn't have to be going checking out new businesses on his own <laughs> volition and time to figure this out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, dude. Plus, I want to look behind the door that you told me not to look behind. Okay, like if I <laughs> show up to a place and you're like, no, you can't go back there. Oh, well, guess where I'm going now? <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay, <laughs> that is the first spot I'm hitting. Rebecca's been in every door that says authorized people only. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you set up a lot I, of fire I, yeah, alarms. I was going to say that, yeah. A lot of alarms are <laughs> popping off around me. Just Rebecca running No door tonight. tells you, me what to do. <laughs> you can't tell me what to do. Fire exit. It on me. <laughs> I'm Rebecca Reeds. I own the night. <laughs> <laughs> I own the night. <laughs> That's good. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> but then this is this is the part where I'm like, okay, maybe Walter Pack could show a little restraint. This is the one thing I would say: is if you don't understand a machine. Mm -hmm. And the guy you're telling to shut it down doesn't understand. <laughs> <the machine. laughs> I don't think the default thing should be shut it down and see what happens. Yeah. Like, but at this point, he does still firmly believe that there are no ghosts. Yes. 
But he does firmly believe that they are using hallucinogenic gases. Fact. Okay. And lasers. And lasers. And like that's a good point. Like <laughs> I think of the point where somebody says, This is a very complex piece of machinery. Mm-hmm. You know nothing about it. Please take a step back and we'll sort this out. Not to mention, if he doesn't if he firmly believes ghosts aren't real, what does it matter if the machines shut off? It's a machine with blinking lights on it as far as he's concerned. Why do they have to shut the containment unit down? That's true. Yeah. I think he yeah, clearly he thinks there's something contained within it that is bad or mm-hmm. I don't know, use of like Yeah, that actually doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> He's kind of doing it out of spite at that point. I think so, but also, well, he hasn't been called dickless yet, but he will. (laughs) (laughs) That really is the last (laughs) straw. Yeah, I'm I'm just going to say, like, there's machines where if you don't shut them down properly, like computers used to be like that, you know what I mean? If you didn't shut them down properly, you could seriously screw some stuff up. Remember when you had to eject USB keys, everybody, or corrupt all the data on that? Remember that old thing? Index cards and USB. still do that? I I was going to say, I'm like, did did they stop that? Because I still eject. Same. (laughs) I always eject. I'm terrified about following the rules about that and ruining my stuff. Maybe (laughs) I'm just like, I'm living life like... (laughs) Craig Faye, bad boy of the podcast. Bad boy of the podcast. Yes, I'm just pulling USB keys out <laughs> left, right, and center. <laughs> I'm going to corrupt your data, motherfuckers. Uh, <laughs> There's more data where that came from. More data. It's all the same data. Uh, <laughs> just unplugging devices as just, they're updating. Just, you know, just fucking willy-nilly doing whatever I want. <laughs> That's great. I force shut down things. No, I never wait. <laughs> yeah. Do I wait for this program to respond? I do not. See you later, d- saved games. Mm. Well, I think we could make the argument that... Uh, Craig has to restart a lot of games. I do. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, you were saying. That uh, Walter, in a sense, he is freeing these imprisoned souls. Okay. These guys True. have like really not spent any time to figure out what's going on with these things. Mm-hmm. What's it, like, like? Are these real human? Like, were they humans at one point? Are they souls? Are they go- Like, what exactly is happening here? They're just like, lock them up. Fuck them. Mm-hmm. They've been sliming people, and that's enough. For These us. ghosts are political prisoners. Yeah. And Walter Pecky is freeing them. He's You're freeing right. them. Yeah. yeah. He is in free. He's freeing these imprisoned souls. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. Is that he's a nice guy. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> bit of a revolutionary. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, the, I mean, making it happen in a tie. If the fates say that the dead shall rise again before the apocalypse, who are we to who say otherwise? We? Right? Like, who are we to say who are we? you can't? <laughs> we created the conditions that made this possible. Yeah. You know, well, you're, you're going to say humans. you're smarter than God. <laughs> <laughs> also, I feel like this movie. It, emphatically establishes that God is real. Like, literally, tangibly real. Yeah, at yeah. least certain gods. Sure, okay. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. there's. I think it's very much established that there's at least a pantheon of... Right. Uh, yeah. Extra-dimensional. Because what was... Uh, Gozer was Babylonian yeah. or whatever. Uh, Babylonian or Mesopotamian or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, and here's an interesting thing. So when Louis uh, Tolley, Rick Moranis, right... He's possessed by uh, the, I forget his name, uh, but the, the gate. Vince Clortho. Vince Clortho. Thank you. Sorry. I knew we had you on the podcast for a reason. <laughs> God damn. Uh, <laughs> we were right. <laughs> uh, but he's talking about, he's like rambling or whatever, and he's mentioning all this stuff about all the other forms the Destructor has taken throughout mm-hmm. the years. So like this kind of makes me think that this is like some sort of cyclical cleaning and purging of humanity. You know what I mean? Oh, man. <laughs> like... Like, we needed to kind of wipe the slate clean and start over. 
If there was a time to wipe slate clean and start over, it was New York in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> like we wouldn't have Donald Trump president right now if you had cleaned oh, up New York in the eighties. That is so true. Yeah. yeah, like if a giant marshmallow man just came through <laughs> and just tried. Oh my god, that's another thing I want to say. Is again, like so much of the uh, like the mythos of Ghostbusters, I've just accepted my entire life. But watching it again now, I was like that. The fact that the destructor took the form of a mascot for a marshmallow company <laughs> is very, very funny. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. I think one of my favorite parts of the movie, to be honest with you. I just sit there going, who would think of this? Oh, my God. It's so insane. I yeah. love it. And I didn't realize, though, when Dana uh, shows up at her apartment and like puts the like groceries on the counter, mm-hmm. there's a bag of Stay Puft marshmallows sitting there. Like right oh, next to the eggs. That. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh they. Oh, foreshadowing. Right. Yeah. There's also um, when the containment unit blows and there's like a big wide shot of the city and the ghosts are all going up into the sky. There's a big billboard for Stay Puft Marshmallows. Is there? Yeah. Oh, wow. They set it up. They I love it. I think the best and worst thing I ever learned was nothing's ever in a movie unless it's going to pe- pay off sometime <laughs> later. Because so, like now I watch movies like, well, that'll come back. And. Sorry to anybody who didn't hear that. Well, <laughs> and I've now ruined, ruined all movies for. <laughs> yeah, I like how you did it. You know what the worst this thing, thing I... no one is? Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me just tell you. The thing that ruined my life? And yeah. I guess th- we'll ruin yours. The thing that you can't unhear once you hear it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so Peck causes the explosion in a certain sense. Absolutely. I mean, there's no doubt about that, but he's just, you know, doing his job, baby. Yeah, he's yeah, just trying doing to protect his job. the environment. Yeah, yeah, getting it done. At the point where are ghosts flying out of that thing, or is it just like energy? It, it looks like energy balls, doesn't it? Yeah. It was like that purple, like it just kind of, there's no way it could have been an explosion. Like there's no way you could mm. argue that looking at okay. it, but I don't think you could distinctly tell ghosts out. Like, they flew away and became ghosts because yeah, they were yeah, terrorizing yeah, yeah. the city. But it's not like Walter Peck's in there going, oh, there's a ghost. Hey, that's my grandmother. Like, yeah, you know what I Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, ghosts are real. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> and it also, I don't think it was that much of an explosion because the, the firehouse is still there. Like, it didn't blow it yeah. up that bad. Yeah, it just went straight up. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I, blew I, a hole through the roof. But. Yeah. That's good to know. Ghosts rise. Uh, <laughs> Ghosts are made of heat. <laughs> it's like some, some toxic stuff settles. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't go in that basement. It's just a pool of ghosts to be like, let us out. <laughs> Noxious pool of ghosts. Noxious pool of ghosts. Um, yeah, so then they get arrested. Yes. Ghostbusters get arrested. Does the and EPA then po- have that authority? Well, I think because well, he brought there was a cop with him. Right. right. So I, I think at that point, the, the cop made the decision to huh. be like, well, let's let's get these youngsters tied up. and We'll see what's going on here for a minute. <laughs> let's take a knee team. Okay? I, yeah, I do think he said they have broken this law under the Environmental Protection Act. Right. Oh, right. right, right. I, yep. okay. Therefore, you mm-hmm, need to. Mm-hmm. But I don't think a cop would have ever taken it on his own volition to be like. Releasing ghosts and causing explosions in old fire halls. That's a misdemeanor. Like, taking <laughs> you in, but like. <laughs> Section 502. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then we get into the mayor. The mayor's office. Is it the, it's the mayor. Yeah? It's the mayor, yeah. It's yeah. the mayor. Um, at which point, I think we can tell that not everybody in this city knows that there's ghosts. 
because he it's still a matter of discussion mm-hmm. right yes he's like they're like we don't like even the police chief's like we don't know what it was but it definitely wasn't an explosion i've never seen anything like that and the one precinct is reporting that their walls are bleeding so yeah. that's yeah. weird yeah so you know there's weird shit happening we haven't seen a direct ghost the mayor's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm listening to Dickless right now. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> and then like uh, a cardinal or, or uh, uh, I don't know what level. I think it it's be. a cardinal. Yeah. yeah, comes in from the Catholic Church and be like, officially, we're not going to say anything, but probably ghosts are real. We've been sitting on that <laughs> one for a while. We could have like, told you we didn't feel like it. <laughs> That's definitely the worst thing the Catholic Church has ever done. done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't look again 1984 pretty good time to wipe this like <laughs> uh, gargoyle sticky mess or of uh just build build manhattan from the ground up yeah exactly from the uh from the s'more it's s'morey remains <laughs> also uh, i'm so that's a really easy god to kill like is that how it usually goes with gozer they blew up. A, they blew up that ghost or that like marshmallow man. Yeah. pretty quickly. Yeah, I I wonder why they because that was one thing where I'm like, okay, they're like, okay, keep keep our minds clear, keep our minds clear. I'm like, I would just be thinking small pillow, small pillow, small pillow. Like, do you know what I mean? Just make it something that you can just handle. Well, it's yeah. like Bill Murray says though, if if you if we think of J Edgar Hoover, J Edgar Hoover is going to show up and destroy us all. And and. By all accounts, then it should have been J. Edgar Hoover. Like, <laughs> like it's like <laughs> it's like the whatever you do, don't think about a pink elephant. Like that, a pink elephant doesn't exist. But everybody who heard that is now thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. Which is also a version of the movie I'd like to see is just J. Edgar Hoover walking down the streets <laughs> of Manhattan, <laughs> keeping notes on everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know who the real villain was? Robert Kennedy. <laughs> Uh, yeah so that's so but but to that point like you're like it's really easy but it was easy because they crossed the streams right? oh yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, that's like it wasn't point. just like they did the thing they weren't supposed to, to do. do yeah which i love how that's the broke f- another rule that's the <laughs> yep. first thing they went to they were like you know what probably gonna take this giant marshmallow man a little while to work through all of Manhattan. Let's circle back to the firehouse, come up with a plan. What do we know about the paranormal? Mm. No, they're just like on the roof right now. Do the one thing that could endanger all of life ever. Yeah. It's not, not the smart move is what I'm saying. No, I don't think so. But Um, he is a marshmallow man. So how wrong could you go? (laughs) Yeah. Like they don't even try heat. I think. Oh no, they do. They, uh, they, they blast him and it doesn't. And yeah, then he lights on fire him. and he just blows fire at them. That's true. <laughs> it does make it worse. Uh, but that also implies that like you can hurt him. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know, actually. He seemed mad, but I don't know if he was hurt. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's a tough one. But the thing, like step back, collect the data like real scientists. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Try a couple things before we, you go literally full nuclear. I think like, we've established that at least 50% of these guys aren't real scientists. <laughs> no, no, not at all. No, absolutely um, not. Yeah, so like it takes the form that you think of. Mm-hmm. And then in theory, that's just unstoppable. So if you thought of a small soft pillow, mm-hmm. like that small soft pillow is just going to roll over your ancient Babylonian town. <laughs> and mm. like, But what a way to go, baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. in comfort. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'd like to go having a nap. 
That's how I want to go. It's just going through the the, the town, smothering people as they sleep <laughs> one by one. That's, it's a very slow rolling death. Yeah. Took a, it took a long time to do. Uh, but we wiped the slate clean. And that was uh, the Renaissance, everybody. <laughs> 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 we have beautiful art because somebody thought of a small, small pillow uh, years ago. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's good. So yeah, I don't know. Well, and th- but Walter Peck also then gets thrown out. Yeah, he does get thrown. He got, I, does he lose his job? Is there an implication that he, like, it, it feels like a feels like he might lose his job? Yeah, definitely. It really feels like this isn't going to go good for him after this. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good question. Actually, does he lose his job because? I mean, obviously, the Ghostbusters save the city and presumably the world, and they're heroes. But then in Ghostbusters 2, we find out that they immediately got sued into oblivion. Yeah. And lost their business. Did they? Yeah, that's what they, they, they oh. say at the beginning of the next movie, that they're like, yeah, we saved the world. And then we got sued by every like city, state, and federal authority. Which and makes a lot of sense. That is that exactly how that sense. would play yeah, out. That, that was a long time coming. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of liability there. Uh, can you imagine <laughs> being the Ghostbusters insurance company? Oh, dear God. <laughs> that presumes they had insurance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. And where do you live? Oh, an old broken down firehouse that you yourself have established has poor wiring and doesn't meet your needs. Well, that's going to be a huge deductible. That. Oh, and what are you putting in the basement? A nuclear reactor. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that going to affect my premiums? A little bit. What a the little hell bit. kind of insurance would you even get? Like, b- small business insurance, I guess, but like, nuclear insurance? Is that a thing? <laughs> it's, that is a good question. Laser insurance. Yeah, la- like... Maybe that's why the EPA was there. They're like, um, you got nuclear reactor insurance? (laughs) 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 Normally we require to license this sort of thing. Uh, Companies flag us (laughs) when people buy that. (laughs) (laughs) Also, we're pretty on top of like radioactive shit. Uh, like, you're allowed to have that if you're a hospital <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or Los Alamos National Laboratory. <laughs> also, pretty sure there's asbestos in this old place. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. All right, guys, it's time to uh, rate the villain like every week. Uh, we're going to end our discussion by giving a definitive ranking of how good the villain was in our in our minds. So, so we're all uh, ranking Walter, I assume, yes? Yeah, I'm going to, yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. Who um, knows? Gozer might have been a better ruler for the <laughs> dimension than what we've got now. But it's it's true. We actually don't, I guess, destroy is what, is mm-hmm, what Gozer mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. after. Mm, Pretty enough. explicit on but delivered what they promised. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you you can't say that about a lot of politicians. So there you go. Yeah. All right. What was your ranking? My, my ranking. Okay. So for Walter Peck on a, uh, on the environmental disaster scale of sunburn to full blown Chernobyl, uh, (laughs) (laughs) I am giving Walter Peck, uh, a mere microwaving a fork. (laughs) It's, He was a bit of a dick. He probably could have gone about things a little better. Mm -hmm, You probably mm -hmm, shouldn't mm -hmm. have put that fork in the microwave, but (laughs) but But we're gonna get through it. And you you didn't do any. We all forget 
you can't put tinfoil in the microwave <laughs> sometimes. That's what I'm going to say. How about you, Rebecca? Oh, uh, I give him from, uh, from suit ties uh, to family ties, I give him a tie domey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Both but, of your rankings make perfect sense to me. <laughs> it's, and it's definitive. It it's is. Totally it is definitive. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> you know, you only like him if he's on your team. Yeah. Oh, okay. There we go. Ah, okay. There's the... It's a sports joke and neither of us got it. Right. (laughs) It's like a very clever sports joke. I'm I'm totally a Rick Moranis. Yeah, Uh, yeah, so, but, uh, yeah, before we get to the uh, uh, end of our podcast where we uh, talk about the heroes or villains of the week, where we talk about the people who have either excited or disappointed us horribly in our personal lives, uh, first, there's a couple ways that you can <laughs> what am I supposed to like rank my wife? Or? <laughs> <laughs> we'll do. No, it's just uh, if there's if there's someone who like you thought has done a really good job or you thought has been uh, oh, okay. evil, just no, it doesn't have to be super personal. <laughs> How about we do you last? You can yeah, think yeah, about okay, it for I'll a minute. Think bit. about it for yeah, a minute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there are a few ways that you can uh, help our podcast. Yeah. Uh, we're just getting started, uh, and so, so thank you first of all to everyone who's already uh, listened to us and, and talked about it. Uh, if you haven't, the best way you can help us is uh, uh, subscribe on iTunes. Uh, give us a rating. Uh, give us a, uh, a, a review on there. That really helps us move up in the uh, uh, iTunes rankings and stuff like that. Uh, also, uh, guys, if you want to reach out to us, we're at uh, VWR Podcast on Twitter. Uh, that's Villain Was Right on Facebook and villain was right at gmail.com if you have any suggestions or or comments about the show that's how you can help us out uh, and uh, I think that anything else we need to no to I think help that's us it out? yeah thank you to everyone who has helped us out before yeah you guys are awesome uh, and now on to the heroes and villains of the week uh, who are the people uh, who are we celebrating or despising this week uh, Rebecca, who's your... I've got one. I, I've got a flip flop. Okay, okay. I don't know if you've met these people where you're like, "Oh, this is going really well." Oh, that took a hard turn. Okay, because uh, I was, uh, I, I wear some pretty colorful jackets. Okay, I get, uh, I get a, yeah. little, <laughs> I get a little spicy in the in, in the winter. Okay, I like to, I like to. I've never a... thought about this, but that is a hundred percent true about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wear some pretty colorful things, and um, I was wearing a particularly colorful jacket downtown. And uh, this guy came up to me and he was like, I, I think he might have been homeless. I'm not sure. But he was very, very drunk. OK. And it was very much like he needed to say something to me. He's like, I need to talk to you. So I take my headphones off. I'm like, OK, I'm like buckling up. I'm like, what the fuck is this going to be? Right. And he goes, I just wanted you to know that I love what you're wearing. And I was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. He's like, you've really made my day. And I was like, oh, thank you. I was like, that's so nice. He's like, yeah, you know what? The world needs more people like you. You know what I mean? You woke up this morning. You looked in the mirror and said, I don't give a fuck what people think. (laughs) That took a turn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. I laughed so hard. I laughed so hard. Wow. Uh, yeah, it took a hard turn. Yeah, that that was hero right up into the end. Just like, shut up, dude. You were doing fine. Yeah. Well, you're ahead, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what about you, Craig? Uh, okay. So here's the thing. This is the uh, this is the first time we've been able to uh, record since we launched the podcast. Uh, so my my heroes of the week are uh, uh, two people uh, who submitted some fan art from our Deadpool two episode. Uh, this was my favorite thing. Is it, so. Rebecca called for people to draw my weird body. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, 
<laughs> as described on this podcast. And I was thinking, we're just a young new podcast, fresh out of the gate. This is probably going to be a call that goes unanswered. But no, we already have the best fans in the world. Uh, and a couple of you... <laughs> completely uh, uh, came through and it was amazing. Uh, first thing, person I want to thank from Twitter is uh, Sam Cook who did a wonderful picture of me wearing a, uh, a shitty uh, juggernaut thing, a helmet with with just sh- the shirt. longest of bodies. Oh, longest of bodies. <laughs> the longest uh, of bodies. And then uh, the first person to do this and a special shout out to her because uh, while we were trying to uh, get our iTunes working, we were uh, having some trouble getting that started right away. Uh, she actually helped guide some people to our direct link, uh, in, in which point uh, we christened her our evil minion number one. <laughs> uh, and I unfortunately don't know your real name uh, because you immediately switched your Twitter handle to evil minion number one. Oh, <laughs> no. Right. And then proceeded to be the first to draw our fan art for our weird, weird body. Uh, so thank you to Evil Minion Number One and Sam Cook out there uh, for uh, doing those pictures. I said I wasn't going to retweet them, and I totally did because I'm a middle child, <laughs> and any kind of attention is great. Uh, but you, <laughs> oh, that got dark. At the- <laughs> But uh, thank you so much. And uh, Ian, have you? Uh, do you have a, a hero or villain that someone who's inspired or disappointed you? This I think my villain of the week is me. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. very self-reflective. I like this. Because I said yes at the top of the podcast that I'm sick, and that's because last night I went to Canada's Wonderland, uh, the outdoor like haunted house thing that they have, and uh, I did not dress warmly enough. Right. And I have done this to myself. I have no one but myself <laughs> to blame. That's uh, always the worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that's fair. We're all adults. We should all take care of ourselves, and we don't. And, and I did not. Not at all. Didn't bring a hat. Didn't it's bring fine. gloves. None of it. Yeah. <laughs> You're like a teenager just out on the street without a hat or any care in the world. Oh, you guys. It was nothing but teenagers there last <laughs> night, and I felt so goddamn old. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we're all there, but... Um, uh, yeah, th- that's that's great. I'm sorry, you're the villain of your own week. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's not the that's first really time. But uh, I think that does it for us uh, this week. Uh, and uh, Ian, we'll start with you. Uh, any place uh, people can get in touch with you? Any projects? Anything you want to plug? Oh, um, I'm on Twitter at Mr. Ian McIntyre, and I write for a website called The Beaverton that's real fun. Yeah, that's amazing. Check the that Beaverton's out. The Beaverton's great. Yeah, it's yeah, also, you gotta check that out. Uh, also a uh, Beaverton podcast, I believe, is also on this uh, sister network, so it's a sister podcast of us. There you we believe We were on it. We were, we, we, yeah, yeah, Rebecca and I were on it last week. I believe they have a podcast, yeah. so I hope <laughs> they do, because that was really weird what we did. <laughs> yeah, so that was check. just for Luke's own purposes. <laughs> yeah. He's got the recording somewhere. I don't uh, know what he does with them. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah so if you want to check out that podcast, uh, Rebecca and I were also a uh, guest last week. Uh, Rebecca, where can they people Yeah, find you me? can uh, follow me at Rebecca Reads at Twitter, Instagram. I also have a website, RebeccaReads.com. You can check out uh, dates coming up on there. Yeah, great. And uh, you can uh, reach me, uh, Craig Fay Comedy on Twitter, Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook, CraigFay.com. Uh, and uh, I've got a couple live dates coming up in Ottawa, Toronto, and uh, Kingston in December. Uh, so if you're in any of those cities and want to stop by Absolute Comedy, uh, the dates are on uh, CraigFay.com. And uh, that does it for us this week. And uh, next week, uh, tune in. We're going to have a good one. Uh, Next week, Rebecca and I will be discussing Mrs. Doubtfire. (laughs) Yes, it has not aged well. (laughs) No. (laughs) But uh, it's going to be really fun for us to tune in for that. And uh, thank you very much for listening. Enjoy the rest of your week. (laughs) 
The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Ivamy for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. <laughs>